He was the longtime radio voice of the Boston Bruins. He is the first-year voice of the Vegas Golden Knights because there's been no other years for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, but he's in town to call Game 7, Bruins and Leafs, for the national radio broadcast. And he's, a, he's our old buddy, Dave Gosher. Hey, Gosh, how are you? Hey, good. What's going on there, guys? Hi, Dale. As I talked to you earlier in the season, and I said, come on, you saw this coming right in Vegas? <laughs> yeah, everyone, I, everyone saw this coming, and they had them sweeping L.A. in the first round. Yeah, it's... Um, it's been unbelievable, to be honest with you. I mean, I think they felt they were going to have a good team, or at least a chance to have a good team, with with the way the expansion draft was put together. But you know, there's a big difference between a good team and winning 51 games and winning the Pacific and sweeping LA in the first round. So they've had a lot of guys, Dale, that have had fantastic seasons and really exceeded expectations. I think a lot of it probably has to do with the fact that you know I think they want to prove some people wrong. I mean, everyone on that on the team in Vegas was exposed or you know left uh, expendable by somebody. So. Uh, they've been playing with, I think, a bit of a chip on their shoulder all year, and, and the results have been phenomenal so far. I think they, you know, they, they've got their sights set pretty high here, but it's, you know, much like in the East, the road to, to go far in the West is tough, too. Have, uh, have you been a bit surprised at how the city of Vegas has taken to this team? Yeah, I, not too much, Dale. I'll be honest with you. I think they were looking, and look, you know, the Vegas Strip is, uh, you know, what, four and a half miles long, and it's one of the uh, most unique you know, stretches of land anywhere in the world. But I, I think people that live in Vegas also wanted to have an identity away from the Strip. And, um, you know, if you drive around Vegas, they have Vegas-born uh, billboards, excuse me, all over the place. I mean, they're very proud of the fact that this is their first ever pro sports team, and I know the Raiders are coming in a couple of years, but I think even that's going to be different. You know, they're moving from, from Oakland. This is a whole together different story. And, uh, you know, I, I think a, a lot of it, uh, not all of it, but some of it, you know, the, the horrendous shootings October 1st, I, I, you know, brought me right back to the, to the Boston Marathon bombings. And I think that the city and the team really bonded through that. And the team was really at the forefront of at least trying to make people feel a little better, like all the teams did here back in, in 2013. So, um, you know, I think it kind of was in that direction, starting to have a, a great relationship before that. And I think that really, you know, cemented it even further. Now, the last time the Bruins and Maple Leafs played a Game 7, you had a pretty memorable call. You're going to be doing it now, though, for a national audience. How do you not allow yourself to to be the Bruins' longtime play-by-play guy and instead call this thing down the middle? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question, Rich. I don't know. I, you know, I'm going to have to tone it down. I don't know if I'm capable <laughs> of doing that. You know, like I, I saw I was over – just for a few minutes at the practice rink, uh, you know, right around the corner from you guys this morning, and I had a couple of minutes with Patrice, and I uh, actually did a little pregame interview for the for the radio broadcast tonight, and it was just it's it's just surreal to me that you know how all this has all worked out. I mean, I haven't been gone that long, and uh, all of a sudden here I am back, and you know everything kind of seems as it was before. But um, you know, I'm, I'm not uh, I'm well aware that you know there's going to be some people listening. Uh, we hope that are from Canada and Leafs fans and. I'm going to have to at least, uh, as best I can, knowing what my history is, but at least try to be as, as impartial as best I can anyways. Dave, I'm curious, when you take a job like this, you go from an original six market, a hockey crazy city, you go out to the desert where you don't know if people are going to like hockey. Did you have any expectation at all that this would turn out like this, or were you kind of thinking, well, let's see what happens? Yeah, I mean, I think, John, you hope that, you know, look, it's, it was a, an enormous change. I mean, let's face it, I mean, I'm from here, and, you know, still love it here very much and going to be back to spend time here in the summers. But I, I think I looked at it as an opportunity for me to kind of take the next step in my career and move to television. And um, that being said, you, you didn't know how the team was going to do. I mean, I think you hoped that they were going to be a pretty good team and maybe fighting for a playoff spot. 
but it just seems like it's been this magical season out there. I mean, they, you know, they won their first two games on the road. They came back home and they, they won. I think it was, they were eight and one after their first nine games. And they built a lot of confidence from that. And, and I'll be honest with you, and we've kind of talked about it even on our telecast out there, you know, there's times where you, you wonder throughout a year, okay, well, you know, is this going to end at some point? But then you get through Thanksgiving and then you get through Christmas. Then you get through the all-star break. Then you get through the trade deadline. And they were still the top team of the Pacific. I think they moved in the first place a couple of days before Christmas, and they never left. So now, you know, now they've set their sights even higher. And, you know, here they are starting tomorrow night. You know, I'll be back out there for round two tomorrow night against San Jose. But, no, you know, nobody, nobody saw this coming. But, you know, the fact is, I would say this too, John, I mean, if you're going to spend a half a billion dollars for an expansion team, as Bill Foley did, then I think you should have an opportunity to be pretty good and have a chance to make the playoffs right off the bat. And they've, you know, they've certainly surpassed that big time. We're talking to Dave Gosher, voice of the Vegas Golden Knights, but in town to call Bruins Leafs Game 7 for the national radio broadcast. You've been around this town a long time. You've heard what fans say about Tuka Rask. Why is he such a polarizing player, in your opinion? Yeah, you know, Dylan, I think maybe some of it is what the bar set real high for Tuca. I mean, because of what Jim Thomas did here in 2011. I mean, he was, he was off the charts in that, in that cup run for the Bruins. And I think that's probably some of it. Um, you know, but I think it's easy to forget that he was, you know, he gave up, I think, three goals in the four game sweep against Pittsburgh in the conference finals a couple of years later. And, but I think if you fall short of taking your team to a Stanley Cup, um, you know, maybe that's something he, he has to live with. Um, you know, I will say, and, and what I've seen in the series, and I've tried to really watch as much as, as I could, uh, he really struggled in game five, to say the least. Um, I thought he made some big saves in game six to kind of keep them in it. Um, you might want the, the, you know, the, the goal from Barner back, the backhander, but um, I think so. I think that comes with it, that they haven't won it all with him. And, you know, he's had his struggles in the postseason. I think I wrote down earlier today, he's, I think he's five and 11 in elimination games. So, now, he won three of those in that 2011, or 2013 year, but I think that kind of comes with the territory. Um, you know, and I, you know, kind of kept tabs on him throughout the year. I know we had a real rough start this year and then losing regulation for two and a half months. So I kind of look at it as both goaltenders in the series have been really good and then not so good. I mean, I don't think anyone thought we'd be sitting here right now for a game seven after the first two games the Bruins won easily. So. Um, I think for both guys, there's been times they've been terrific. There's other times that, you know, they haven't been as good as they want to be. Now, I know you haven't had a chance to see every single second of the Bruins team this year, but one topic that we've discussed on and off throughout the year is comparing this year's team to the 2011 Cup-winning team. Do you think there's a chance? Now, I know what happens in the playoffs is going to really determine whether that's even a worthwhile conversation or not, but even to this point... Do you think this team is better? I know they obviously score more goals, or do you think that it's the, the 2011 team is still better? Well, you know, if I look at that 11 team, Rich, I mean, you just, they had a lot of uh, a lot of guys that were proven on that team. I mean, the depth they had up and down that lineup with, you know, the Bergeron with, um, you know, with Recky and Marchand as a line and Krejci, Lucic, and Horton as a line, and, you know, Peverly, Kelly, and Ryder as another line of their fourth line was as good as, as, good as any in the league. You know, and on defense, it's hard to – it's hard to beat the six they had that year, you know, and putting Char and Seidberg together in the playoffs as they did, and, and Thomas was fantastic in that. So, you know, I think it remains to be seen. I, I will say that I've been impressed, and I even thought this last year. I mean, Don Sweeney, you guys know, has been pretty emphatic that they had to get younger blood in their lineup, and they've been able to do that this year. It looks like Danton Heinen uh, is going to get back in tonight after missing uh, sitting out game six. Um, so they've been able to – what I've been impressed with is after missing the playoffs in 15 and 16, 
they didn't need it to be, or they didn't want it to be a long, I don't even know if it was going to be a rebuild, but a retool anyways. And they've been able to get some good young players in the lineup, from DeBrus to Heinen to McAvoy, you, can go, you know, Brandon Carlo, you can go right on down the line. You know, whether they're as good as the 11 team, you know, I think they'd have, and I think the guys from that team that are still around now would tell you they've, they've got a ways to go to, to see if they can do that or not. But, you know, and a lot of that's going to uh, lay in what happens tonight. Dave, obviously the Bruins, like you said, they have to win tonight for this question to even matter. But since both teams got hot in the late fall, how much time have you spent thinking this could be a Boston Vegas Stanley <laughs> Cup final? <laughs> I've got a few people tweeted at me, and uh, I think it would be awesome to be honest with you. I, you know, for me, it would be uh, it would be great to be able to come back here even a little bit earlier than you know anticipated in the off season. Um, I'll tell you that the you know if you guys do get a chance to, to take in a game in Vegas, the atmosphere is off the charts. Um, you know, I think I was spoiled here for for 17 years by how good the atmosphere is at the Garden. Um, but in Vegas, it's it's a little bit different because you've got the Vegas Strip right there, and T-Mobile Arena is right at the south end of the Strip. And you know, you guys know it's Vegas. You walk around, drinks. You know, everything's everything's there for you. So I I think they kind of take it from one party outside the the arena and they take it right in. Um, so the atmosphere is just off the charts uh, in that building. They sell out every game, standing room only. So I think it would be fantastic. I, I really do. Um, you know, for, for me personally, it would be great to, you know, the team I'm working for now and the team that, you know, that I've loved since I was a kid, if they were to meet in the, you know, in the cup final, I think it would be awesome. All right, final question before we let you go. How much of the success of the Vegas Golden Knights is tied into the fact that it's Vegas, for God's sakes. Players go out there and they go a little crazy. Yeah, you know, they talk about the Vegas flu out there, right? It's, uh, I will say this, it's funny, Dale, like a lot of teams, um, have had their, you know, their rookie parties there or whatever it might be. And, you know, they'll, they'll look at a schedule and, hey, we can grab three nights in Vegas. And, and why wouldn't you, you know? Um, and we've seen a lot too of, of other fans from other cities, you know, if you especially if you're living a, you know, in a colder weather city, especially in Canada, we've seen fans from Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton, right on down the line. They'll come in droves to, uh, to Vegas just to what you know to get out of the cold weather. To be honest with you, but I think there's something to it. But I also think, look, I mean, the Golden Knights have put together a, a heck of a team. You know, their speed, their depth. Mark Andre Fleury's been terrific in net um, all season long for them. So I think that probably has more to do with it. You know, I I don't know how you guys feel, but if you know what professional athletes these days, if you can't get your act together the night before a game to get yourself ready, then you know that's probably you can go after it for you know maybe the two nights before that. But if you go after it the night before, then maybe that's a Maybe that's a little bit of a bigger issue, but it's uh, they benefited from a terrific home crowd and a, and a great home ice advantage, uh, you know, throughout the season. Now, you'll probably be able to find your way to the ninth floor tonight at the Garden. I hope you enjoy the game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know. Like I, when I was here back in, uh, I think it was in November. I like I, I walked in the home radio booth. I didn't know where I didn't know where the hell I was going. So uh, that'll probably happen again tonight. I'll be, and I'm sure I'll be kicked out immediately if not sooner. Coach, good to talk to you again. All right, Dale, thanks. See you guys. Take See ya. Care. That is uh, Dave Gosher. He's the uh, TV voice of the... Oh, guys, you're going to have to disconnect that one because I can't. Or he can be a fourth, uh, fourth yeah. voice. You want to sit uh, in for the rest yeah. of the show? It's no, fine. It's, it's, it's not his fault. It's We have some technical issues here. Uh, the, the TV voice of the Vegas Golden Knights, but as he said, he was the radio voice of the Bruins for 17 years.